Hello, ladies. You are listening to the Saludable Latina podcast with Lilia Gomez Ash. The Saludable Latina podcast started with the intention to raise awareness about women's health topics, but then I quickly realized that the wellness journey is full of transitions. So I expanded my mission to include spirituality, intuitive-led, and lifestyle wellness-focused topics. I am more focused to bring authentic conversations and stories relating for our insight for growth in our own wellness journey. The Saludable Latina community is a group of purposeful women who are smart, passionate, and have a dynamic, diverse point of view and insights that will help many women find growth in the wellness space. And I hope that you are able to learn something from their own personal stories or health advice tips or conversations that we have from woman to woman. So before we get started with episode numero 46, I want to let you know a little bit our next guests who are co-founders of Maxa, a Mexican healthy market in Barrio Logan. Giselle and Edgar are both co-founders to Maxa. A little bit about Giselle, she was born in Chula Vista and raised in Tijuana, and she actually went to school to study liberal arts study with bilingual and special education. She actually met Edgar throughout a different collaboration efforts, and I believe from there it sparked a relationship as it was brewing and manifesting. Edgar was born in Tepec, Mexico by accident during the summer while his parents were on vacation, and he actually graduated from Business Hotel and Tourism Management. He came to San Diego about eight years ago to study at the time of pursuing his dream to become a pilot and eventually achieved it, but it didn't work out for an airline because of the whole commercial licensing. After actually coming together and experiencing a chronic condition with Giselle's dad, Edgar and Giselle came together to work together about finding healthy alternative snacks when it came down to nutrition for her dad's dietary needs. So in that moment of learning to appropriately take care of not only her health, but her dad's health and, you know, friends as well, because they were asking about alternative healthy snacks, they actually ended up creating Maxa, which ended up having healthy snack alternatives that didn't take away from the Mexican flavor, but they also added skincare, cosmetics, and eco-friendly alternatives to share with the community about healthier lifestyle, condiments, snacking, and products, all while supporting Mexican entrepreneurs. In December, they actually got married and they continue to work to live for the life project every day. You can find them in Barrio Logan and we're going to get to know a little bit about Maxa in this episode. So I actually had the pleasure to actually visit the Maxa Mexican Healthy Market one day while I was out of work and sharing some flyers for an upcoming event. And I was actually letting Giselle know that I was wanting to stop by because I actually saw that she was carrying some beauty alternative skincare products. So I actually stopped by to see the selection that they had. And I actually came across Verde Amor, Lavanda, Calendula, and Tea Tree, which is fucking beautiful. That's what the um, product is called and I loved it. For It caught my attention for a couple of reasons. First of all, I still have acne oily skin, so I'm very selective when it comes to certain products that I utilize for my skincare. So when I came across this product, I love the fact that it included lavanda, galendula, and tea tree. So these are ingredients to be able to help with different oily skin types, 
helps regenerate the dermis, adding to hide scars and to improve the appearance of delicate skin and it fights acne. And that's one of the reasons I actually picked it up along with the fact that it's a vegan product. It's a vegan product that doesn't include any harsh chemicals, any fragrance, any perfume because I'm very sensitive to all of that. So their ingredients is cold pressed with organic olive oil. It has marigold, avocado, hazelnut, lavender extract, calendula, and essential oil blend. It's a really easy um, essential skincare product that you can use. You just add five drops to your fingertips and you spread it with a light massage over the face and neck. And you repeat the use morning before applying um, the makeup and or sunscreen. So this is what I've been using lately and they actually have this brand in Maxa Market. So make sure you stop by Barrio Logan and look up the Verde Amor, fucking beautiful. I really love it. It's been causing my skin to feel more healthy and I have more of a little bit natural glow. And I also noticed it hasn't been improving slightly some of my acne scars, which is really great. Bueno, ya que compartí el producto y que introducí a Giselle y Edgar, let's get started with the episode. Here we go. Hola chicas, welcome back to another episode of Saludable Latina. I have a special guest with me here today who actually has a shop here in Barrio Logan and her name is Giselle Barret, the co-founder of Maxa. ¿Cómo estás hoy? Hola, ¿cómo están a todas? Mi nombre es Giselle Barret y pues aquí estamos en Barrio Logan con nuestra tienda Maxa Market. Hey! Gracias por invitarme. Of course, me da mucho gusto que estás aquí hoy. Let's talk about where you're from and what do you do? So I grew up in Tijuana, Baja California, until I graduated high school, and then I came to um, college. So I did Southwestern College for two years, and then transferred to San Diego State. Um, so I graduated from my liberal studies, um, bachelor's, and then went into my credential program. Oh. So I'm an educator. I did two years in the credential program, bilingual education, and then special education. Wow, well so. look at you. You're a multitasker and full of gifts. <laughs> so you actually teach right now? Yes, I'm actually, right now I'm teaching my teach. This is my first year teaching third grade, but this is my eighth year teaching in a two-way immersion program. So I teach in Spanish, which is my native language, which I love. Oh. So we do 80% in Spanish and then 20% in English. Wow, I'm really impressed. A lo mejor me puedes enseñar mejor a mi español porque <laughs> mi español está un poco bocho. <laughs> um, that's good to know that we have an educator here with us and the fact that you're doing a dual language too, which mm -hmm. is always needed because I think, you know, nowadays everybody speaks more than one language. Yeah. Do you speak more than one language? I mean, I, obviously Spanish, pero que más? I took French classes in elementary, but it was very basic. Oh. I knew like the numbers or some of the verbs and that was it. But I tried to incorporate every language with my kiddos, so we acknowledge everyone's language. Okay, so as an educator and working in the field of education, what made you want to co-found Maxa? So I think it goes back into just, I've been working with different people in different areas because I like to socialize. So I started working with um, or volunteering with an app, which is called Mapigator. 
uh-huh. that focuses on um, different needs for people. Like a, it's sort of a Yelp for people with um, dietary needs, special needs. Um, so we started there and I just helped out and kind of immersed into special education and um, what are people's needs and how there's just different restaurants or different areas that are not inclusive. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a little bit helped us think about other people when we started Maxa Market. And then from there, my dad got sick and I had to go to therapy and try to eat better. I started um, with the help of my husband, well now husband Edgar. He doesn't eat meat um, oh, or wow. so he is going into a plant-based diet. So I tried to model what he was doing. In order for that to happen, I started looking for options. My mom would would bring me from Mexico some like baked tostadas instead of fried tostadas. And then I went with the nutritionist and she gave me recipes with just things that we would eat every day in the Mexican um, food, like ceviche, but with portobello mushrooms or just things like that. Uh. So one day a friend came and she asked me, where did you get these tostadas from? And I asked, and I told her, oh, from Mexico, my mom brought them to me. And she's like, oh, can you bring me some? And I'll pay for you. That's how it kind of started. And then my friend, my colleague at the time, she was diagnosed with celiac disease as well, and she couldn't eat anything that had gluten. So every time that I would go to Mexico, I would bring her snacks that I would know that were gluten-free that didn't contain anything that would make her allergic but still having that mexican flavor so kind of that started um bringing that idea into mind and i shared it with edgar and um my friend araceli who has viva la vida pop just across we studied at Tenio state and we worked together she said i want to collaborate you in some way or another you're an educator i know that we've been working together in the field, let's do something together. So I just asked her if we could be part of her pop-up shop with, um, and Edgar said like, yeah, yes, do it, let's do it. Let's bring things that are inclusive and that are gluten-free, that are more natural, but just having that Mexican flavor. Uh, can I take it back before you go mm-hmm. further? You mentioned your dad, mm-hmm. and then you mentioned Edgar, who's mm-hmm. a co-founder, and your mm-hmm. partner. Yeah. And then you mentioned yourself and a friend, um, mm-hmm. all, all having adjustments to their health and lifestyle. Yeah. What was your dad's diagnosis? As, and you mentioned your husband was obviously going alternative, no more meat, mm-hmm. going more of a vegan, vegetarian lifestyle. But what did you learn from your dad and from your husband and from your friend as to what you were saying? You were bringing these snacks from Mexico gluten-free and you're like, oh, you know, okay, I'll bring some stuff for you. Um, But what was your dad's diagnosis? So at this time, we still don't know what he is diagnosed with. The doctor said he was diagnosed with depression, but he started losing a lot of weight, like very fast. So what happened is that he he, um, passed out till a point that he was like, well, he couldn't breathe. So we took him to the emergency room and his lungs weren't working. So he had carbon dioxide in in his brain. So 
he was poisoning himself because his lungs didn't work. Oh, wow. Um, so it was, he's still in a long-term facility care. Um, and during that time, starting being very stressed because everything was on me. My brother was in here. Mm-hmm. So all the responsibilities um, were on you on me yeah so I was very stressed I went to the doctor and um, she recommended like a better diet go to therapy exercise and that would help me out just leave that stress away and it did help so I started being more positive and Edgar was a really good support in having that healthier lifestyle I'm really glad that it took, unfortunately, sometimes mm-hmm. in unfortunate circumstances, especially when it comes down to family, yeah. that llega el estrés, yeah. and you're the one trying to navigate, and now your health is deteriorating, and then all of a sudden you're like, you know what, this needs to change, mm-hmm. porque si no me va a comer mi energía, mm-hmm. la salud, no estoy comiendo bien, so I'm really glad that you discovered I need to change my way of thinking when mm-hmm. it comes down to my health, but also the way of eating. So then eventually with like your dad and Edgar and tus amigas y amigos, mm-hmm. you started to realize in yourself like you were adapting to a healthier option, but still with like the Mexican cuisine snacks mm-hmm. and lifestyle because, you know, we just love like yeah. todo picoso, sí. todo caliente, mm-hmm. y, you know, all this snacks that are on healthy. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tell us, when did you actually decide to actually go full throttle with Maxa? You were mentioning you were doing pop-ups. So we started, it was May 5th, I remember, because we didn't have a name. We had that Saturday, the pop-up shop, and we just said, it wasn't Maxa at the time, it was Mexico Lindo, um, because everything came from Mexico Lindo, right? Oh, so, okay. um, so that was our name back then, it was last year. But then we started looking into different options when we were when we would go to Mexico, and then we would be able to contact all the the entrepreneurs or the creators, and that's how we started. So we started with probably like 10, 15 items, mm-hmm. and that day we did really well. We didn't expect anything really. I just was excited because I like to talk to people, learn from others, and Edgar's the same. He's really good with um, people. He worked in the hospitality environment in Puerto Vallarta. So it was a good combination between us with social media and just, like you said, educating people about what it was, like some of the ingredients they haven't seen before. So it was, and we did it for fun. Yeah. We didn't do it as like, okay, this is going to be a business. It was more like, a hobby and just to get extra bucks for right. for our for eating yeah. so we never expected that this would grow as fast as it would so what was kind of some of the response that you got back from the community when you were showing them like healthier and still delicious options um were they like oh wow i didn't even know about this or were they like what is this so people would ask like what is this and then we have a lot of snacks and products with amaranth so we would explain the amaranth this is a semi-cereal grown in mexico and it's a substitute for wheat and it's um gluten-free so that's an example of how um, we started introducing this these options we also carried dried amica hibiscus like for snacks and people never seen the snacks before or dried beets 
So we would give samples to to people. We were offered samples to let them know um, how it tasted. And they could substitute like their hot Cheetos for maybe dried beets Ooh, girl. or Doritos <laughs> for their hibiscus. Yeah. So it would be just a substitute. We also carried obleas that are they're gluten-free, they're wafers, very thin, and alternative for cookies. So if you have like a child or if you want to snack on something, that's something that you can eat without feeling guilty, bloated. It's yes. because it's made with just four ingredients and then you can read the label. I love the fact that you're saying, you know, mentioning the options, substitute for chips, mentioning some more ingredients, substitute for cookies. And I love that you're doing the education behind it because mm-hmm. a lot of people like don't think about it and they just go to the full what's on the market mm-hmm. where it gets delivered in commercials that are not healthy options. But I love the fact that you were saying these are alternatives and just as delicious and yeah. they're healthy snacks and give you the same type of outcome is they're not giving you what's in the bag with whatever other ingredients are in there. Mm-hmm. So that's really awesome that you took the educator in you mm-hmm. to talk about the ingredients and the products that you were looking into so now that you have this you know hobby going with mm-hmm. edgar and you guys how okay you know we, we really like doing this when did you guys actually take the plunge to actually say you know what i think we need to go and make this a little more than just a hobby so i think that was edgar's thinking behind it because i am more about thinking about things before I do it I like to plan and he's more let's do it Uh and if it doesn't work it doesn't work so I get a little bit scared but he's the one that pushes us pushes us to do more and do better and just be have that experience without being afraid and I think I'm more afraid of trying because I think I'm gonna fail and he's like well it's just happened so um, I thank him because he was the one that was looking for a place around here and asked and he just said well we're um on a waiting list i'm like what are you thinking like i don't think we're gonna be able to afford this and having all these questions and doubts and like he said if it doesn't work it doesn't work but at least let's try yeah so they called us by september october and um they told us that there was a space available so that's when it hit us it's like really we're gonna have like a space like I yeah. couldn't believe it. And it's not the biggest space. It's an 8 by 8 but people, Edgar would say that every time they would go to the events, people would ask, where's your shop? Where's your shop? So um, it came true. So um, thankfully, we're here in the, in the community, and it's been well received from people in the community and outside the community that they're coming to, to visit. So describe to us what do you carry um, now that mm-hmm. you expanded into an actual space? Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the things that people look forward to coming into your shop? Like what can we find at your shop? So we did a transformation between Mexico Lindo because we only carried snacks. So we changed the name Maxa because it it it's the name or of it's the translation of deer in the Huichol language where Edgar's family's from, which is the Nayarit, Puerto Vallarta area. Uh-huh. And the legend says that there were four hunters that they were looking from the promised land. So the village sent the four hunters and during that journey, they found a deer. So the deer guided them to the promised land and this was Maxa. So they found water and like 
vegetation and everything they needed to to survive. So uh, we combine Max as we are a guide for everyone to like a healthier lifestyle, a healthier way of living, and it combines fam Edgar's family with my family because my dad came from a family of hunters. So they could, like continue that tradition, and that's how we fuse both families into Maxa. Man, that's a beautiful story. I'm like <laughs> over here, like wow. I'm impressed behind the meaning of Maxa mm -hmm. because you guys are actually taking it back to both families' mm -hmm. foundations, but the roots of those foundations, which is so beautiful. Also, too, I love the fact that you guys are saying we're trying to guide and navigate for healthier mm -hmm. options because we need that in in nuestras comunidades. Mm -hmm. You know, because you know, I love todo lo bueno, uh -huh. todo lo grasoso, sí. pero a veces también tenemos que educarnos, you know, que no todos los días va a ser saludable comer así, so me encanta que tienes opciones que son saludables para la comunidad y que tienes también, no nomás en la comunidad, pero otros pasajeros viniendo a tu tienda para reconocer opciones que son saludables, porque aquí les encanta toda la comida mexicana. Sí. You know, so me gusta que todo es, like, you know, imported, but also healthy. Sí. So that's sí. really unique that you did that. Y eso es, como decimos, es no dejar, la tra no tienes que sac sacrificar la tradición por el sabor que tienes. Entonces, ya después, well, we continued and Maxa opened with snacks, and then I, um, we added also like um, skincare and skincare and beauty products also have eco-friendly gifts so it just ranges not only your like inner health but outer like everything yes. that goes outside like mm -hmm. your face or if we have organic makeup um, we have lip balms that are vegan they're made with amaranth oil so we have bamboo toothbrushes so we have a range of everything now from the snacks area to even um, nail polishes that are vegan and you know oh. certified so everything sourced from Mexico and um, we know all of the the people that created these items so it's cool to kind of ask them if you have any questions we're able to just call them and say hey do you have this information this and person is asking mm -hmm. thing thing one or thing two but now we have like i said we even have tortillas we have chips we have like peanut butter almond butter with no palm oil so we look into the ingredients that are natural or, or organic that's really amazing that you're taking the time to select products that are not only, like you said, healthy for the inside, but also on the outside because mm -hmm. a lot of the times people don't think about that. The products that we consume externally mm -hmm. also get consumed internally. And I've been actually also shifting at looking at beauty products mm -hmm. more with less harsh chemical ingredients, yeah. but something that doesn't imbalance the female's hormones because mm -hmm. we're so prone to like the cosmetic industry uh, or beauty industry like having all these makeups but they don't really look at all those ingredients thoroughly and basically anything gets approved through mm -hmm. FDA and mm -hmm. I'm also amazed like how our beauty industry compared to Australia or European are like so different and they mm -hmm. already like eliminate their list 
and we're over here like with what like how are we not there yet like mm-hmm. so i think it's amazing that you're starting to look into also having beauty products in your store um so i'm gonna have to come over yeah. and check out like the lip balms and the makeup products because i'm always looking for natural products now that i'm more self-consciously aware yeah. and i love the fact that you're also throwing in the education like mm-hmm. teaching the consumer and the customer like, hey, this is why we have this product here because we believe in healthier options that are going to be beneficial for your health. So how long have you been in your space now in Barrio Logan? So we started in November. So November is when we open like the doors for everyone. And then I think January is when we had our grand opening. So it's going to be a year. Wow, well, congratulations yeah, for you. a year. I know it's and a lot of hard work, but that? Yes, and I don't really do all of the work. It's when you go to the store, you will find Edgar there because I'm an elementary teacher. So my area is social media, networking, like going to the events over the weekend while Edgar is here during the week. So you'll see him and he's very knowledgeable and he's the one that can tell you even the beauty products he knows all about them. So he's the face of Matza Market, and I think without him, we wouldn't be here. So, yeah. So we on another and another point in order for people to be part of Matza Market, like the just the products, they have to have just different characteristics. Like one, they have to use their organic or natural ingredients. Mm-hmm. Number two, they have to give back to their community as well. You'll see a lot of products that give back to Casas Hogares, um, to educating the farmers. So you'll see that's not only just you go and buy something, but it's more about like contributing back. Contributing back. It's more about like a social, and you're thinking more about what you're consuming. It's not only just Oh, you're buying something and that's where the chain ends. It's like you're buying something from us and that goes back to the entrepreneurs and that goes back to their community. I love that. So it's just the chain where everybody is involved and there's something positive that comes from you buying a lipstick or buying some chips um, that you won't find in any other shop. That's so true because, you know, a lot of the mainstream shops are just, you know, to sell and then retail price. And mm-hmm. every once in a while you'll see a campaign where they're going to, you know, go mm-hmm. big or go home. But a lot of the fact that you guys are a small shop and also considering not only is the consumer or customer buying a product, but they're helping you as an entrepreneur. And as an entrepreneur, you're also giving back to the community because you're wanting to see this holistic movement not just Mm -hmm. for yourselves but for the community itself right so how have you learned to balance your life you know you mentioned like your partner Edgar is usually the face someone who's at Mm -hmm. the shop because you're an educator we were just talking about this earlier going you know we're both full-time workers Mm -hmm. trying to make things happen but it's still a lot of work because you just mentioned you do the social media aspect of things so how do you find balance when it comes down to being an entrepreneur a full-time employer a wife, a friend, yeah, and, a in, in the community. It's been hard. It's not easy. It's we had to. One of the first things that like we did was to make two WhatsApp groups. Like for us, it's like one would be like our partner partnership and for the business, mm-hmm. and then another WhatsApp group for us as a couple because we would go back and forth in the same group and it wasn't healthy because we would kind of discuss the just the business and we wouldn't take care of our own 
Uh, as a couple so we had to do that at the beginning so and we had to learn because we didn't start it we started and fused everything together after a couple of months that we started then we got married so that kind of like oh my god kind of part of our your girls girls. it's kind of like you guys birthed something while you were getting married yeah exactly so it was it was complicated as as a couple and as a partnership so, so yeah. how do you guys find balance now that you guys are in a um, entrepreneur together, mm-hmm. married, a couple, you know, trying to navigate things? Like, how do you guys find balance? Like, when do you actually find the time to say this is work and then this is us, mm-hmm. us? So I think that's when when I go to work and then he goes to work, I think that's a good balance because we're not together all the time or everybody has their own thing going on mm-hmm. and then we can come back at home and just like... We can go eat or we can have dinner and just talk about our day like we would usually do, right? So we now are more busier because we have like, we would do a lot of events over the weekends and now we just like pause that so we could have time for family and just go with friends over the weekend and just have those adventures that we would have. But it's hard to balance because it's like, I don't have a child, but I know that when you have a child, it's like your focus on the child instead of you as a couple Mm -hmm. right so it's kind of similar in that aspect so and then for myself I try to program myself like for say like social media I try to plan it the night before Mm -hmm. just before I post it and then post it during my lunch time and around 11 ish Uh um and then from there I find that networking or going to the events it kind of it relaxes me it does it doesn't feel like work yeah. so for me is a good balance because I'm like talking to a friend or meeting someone new and it's just like natural to kind of share what we're doing and it's not networking so that's how I balance the same I started doing going to a book club uh, with different girls who are entrepreneurs Nancy here as part of the book club as well, who's a jewelry maker here in Barrio Logan. Just having different activities for myself and then that I could share. So like Edgar would say, it's like everybody is an individual. Like don't lose who you are when you become a couple. And that's usually you like lose yourself. (laughs) And then it's like you mess, but it's like, okay, it's good to kind of have your own thing going on so you can later share and be excited. And so... That's one of the things that I started doing, like going to a book club, and then in the mornings I would wake up and just be running late, and now I take time to um, meditate, like for it's three minutes, and then I do five minute yoga, just little things that would help me just start my day better and just be more positive. Because the reality is that I'm not very positive when it comes to just everyday life. So yeah. Edgar is the one that's positive and just like an uplifting. So I need to do that for myself. So that's how I've been balancing. And that's just like continuing just coming here with the community and like walking around and just knowing everybody. That's a, I think it's a good balance that helps us just feel like where we are it's like it's like we're in Mexico everybody knows each other like they mm-hmm. just say hi so it doesn't feel like, like you're a stranger walking you're in. a stranger or just yeah. like you're going into work work it's like okay it's true you come yeah. in like I know from our from the art hub they everybody gets along and 
they're laughing when we come inside. It's like everybody's having a good time. So, I mean, just the people that are we're surrounded with are positive, and I think that's a good balance that keeps us. I yeah, mean, I kind of agree with you because, like, like you said, you you have you're multitasking so many roles already, mm-hmm. right? And you're also trying to navigate, like, okay, it's also us and then I, mm-hmm. right? Like, not losing yourself in the entrepreneur, as an educator, as a wife, like, always finding, you know, he said in there, yeah. you know? Because <laughs> I think we do tend to get a little lost at times. And it's okay because yeah. sometimes getting a little lost helps you navigate to finding your way back, you know? Like, you know, what is your purpose or what did you learn from this? But as Max keeps evolving in mm-hmm. la comunidad here in Barrio Logan, were there any specific books that actually helped you stay inspired to making this healthy option lifestyle available mm-hmm. for la comunidad? So I have different books. I'm really bad at remembering the books, but I have it. I think I have it here. But just going into the book club really helped because they focused on just like self-awareness and self-help and then entrepreneur so we have a range of books that we've read so the the group that i'm in it's called book Flancers, and it's um girls from both sides of the border one of the books that we read that was good for like the the business was blue ocean strategy it's from Dolu chen kim so that's one book that we read that really helped um navigate the other one is oh this was for me, but it's the magic for tidying up, the life-changing magic of tidying up by Marie Kondo. Oh, I might have to look that one up. So, I that was for me as I think, just someone at home, as a wife. I like I don't like to fold like clothes or wash. <laughs> like those are the things Girl, I wouldn't. Time for that sometimes. Like, <laughs> but just watch while we watch the Netflix episode, uh-huh. and then we watch we read the book, and it just made me like calm and enjoy the things that I was doing like folding that made me like it just changed my perspective so it's just very simple but I mean I enjoyed reading the books because it every time that I read a book something positive comes out yes yes I and I see that you have it on an app where yeah. it's not a physical book is that the I use audible Kindle? oh you use audible okay and then these this is these are just the books that we read we read leaders eat last and then how to not always be working. Oh and then maybe God. that would be something. <laughs> I need that one. <laughs> it's a toolkit for creativity and radical self-care. I'm going to have to take a picture of that one. Yeah, after. and it's really, it's a really like quick read. But so, it's like having, like rearranging your space so it mm-hmm. becomes more about like a sanctuary and you come in, it's more like this, oh, I want to be here or having a ritual in the morning so you're excited to wake up. Yeah. So. Well, I'll tell you this. I rearranged this place, this space, like four or five times. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to rearrange it again. But thank you so much for sharing the three books. I think I like the three that you mentioned. You mentioned a couple, but there was mm-hmm. three that really popped up and I'll probably um, DM you to send me like the actual names and the authors. Yeah. I can link it up to the podcast episode. If people wanted to find you, mm-hmm. where are you located in Barrio Logan? So we're located just on Logan Avenue, just across Por Vida in the Art Hub. It's 2161, 2151 Logan Avenue. So yeah, we're, we're here. You can find Edgar inside the shop, and then if you catch me, I'm over the weekends. I'm usually outside promoting just Barry Logan, handing out Planeta, um, and just sharing about everybody's business and just 
like you said, educating people about the community. It's like, have you been here? Do you have any questions? And just learning more about what's going on around our community. Yeah, like word of mouth is mm-hmm. if, if all else fails when electronics and power outages happen, word of mouth is like the first thing to mm-hmm. do, right? If people want to find you on social media, where can they find you? So they can find us at, at on Instagram, Maxa Market. We also have mexicolindo.organic, which is just the snaps. And then if you want to follow me as an educator, you can follow me as Maestra Barrett. Okay. Um, and if people have any questions, can they email you? They can email me at maxamarket.sd at gmail.com. And then they can, on the app, the Instagram, you can call us or text us as well if you have any questions or available. I mean, we'll try to answer as late as possible, depending on our situation. Well, but yeah, I'm also be answering at two, three in the morning now. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, it's like um, eight o'clock. Well, we're really excited that you're here in La Comunidad. And I'm also really excited because you're going to be part of the You Are Home Part 2, mm-hmm. a day of healing. And you're going to be one of the sponsors to provide healthy snacks for the attendees and guests. So thank you and gracias so much no, for being available, but also sponsoring snacks. Because I think, like you said, it all goes back to the word of mouth, especially mm-hmm. when we're in person. Like it, people having to find out, like... Who are you again? And where mm-hmm. are you located? Wow, these are really good. You know, like I had some girls tell me, yeah, they're like right across the street, you yeah. know. And so I have to actually go visit you because I want to go shop one of these days for alternatives in beauty cosmetics because mm-hmm. I think that's really important that you're actually not just including snacks but beauty as well. And I think you guys, if you haven't visited them, come check them out. They're in Barrio Logan once again, uh, right across from... Por Vida Coffee Shop shop. and the Art Hub. And the Art Hub. I haven't been to the Art Hub yet, so I'm gonna have to like. Sometimes I just come in and out, but I have to go visit. There's a couple of businesses there. We have Lily Pop Art, and she does photography. And then we have Jessica. She's um, she's an artist, so she's drawing. That's her um, like office or her art space. And then we have Casa Sobi. Just that's her front shop. We have. Um, and this Vandal's is, Den. In the actual space that you're in, right? Yeah, that's the art hub. Yeah. yeah the art hub. Oh, then we have... Because okay. I'm thinking um, the art hub like across the way, like, okay, did I miss something? Like, mm-hmm. okay. So it's just like a, a collective, a collective of businesses and cool. um, entrepreneurs and artists. And so. you'll find Maxa right in there. So yeah. make sure you come visit them, you guys. And I'll be hopefully linking up this episode in two weeks and sharing what who and Moxa is all about. Um, and if you have any questions, like once again, she gave you the handles, don't be afraid to reach out and they're always in the community. And every once in a while, they also take a break because they're human too. Yeah. <laughs> Muchas gracias again. Muchas gracias. Gracias. Bye.